0: MB. Uh, glad you're here today. If you're in the foyer, you should come into the auditorium sanctuary because we want to get started. And it's obviously uh, Palm Sunday that has some things built into it. So uh, as we get started, here's how I'd like us to get started today. Stand up, find somebody you haven't talked to and say, hey, good morning. So good to see you. all right go ahead and have a seat go ahead and have a seat because there are some traditional things we like to do around here and this might be one of them so are we good guy are we all good i'm out that this is what we do on Palm Sunday um did you notice there were several kids that think Mennonites can't dance in worship I'd like to really rail against that but there were several that knew we can dance in worship that was awesome thanks for sharing hey let's give it up for uh, the adults helping out here as well Kimber way to go Addie way to go helping lead us that was awesome hey I gotta tell you I had a I had a lot of fun I got to see Addie and Hannah in their school musical Addie did a great job as the pirate queen way to go chick that was awesome oh hey hey it's Palm Sunday lighten up everybody we're here to worship and praise okay (laughs) hey my name's Kurt this is Dustin we're glad to be here we're glad to serve as the pastors here and uh just want to welcome you once again as we've joined together here to worship and sing and praise and uh, hear God's word it's great to be together amen amen Amen. Amen. okay we can't go any farther without all of you being so thankful that I didn't jinx uh, the Jayhawks at halftime I was getting my speech ready what am I going to say to church that I jinxed them but how about that for a comeback that's a lot of fun huh And uh, uh, for those of you who aren't uh, uh, college hockey fans, the Denver University Pioneers won last night. That was a great game. They were down one in the third period, and they got three in the third. It was anyway. Okay. So there you go. Uh, And I'm also wondering, I know Dustin and I have talked about this. Are you done with your taxes, brother? Yeah. Attaboy. Everybody else is done, right? Am (laughs) I the only one not done with their taxes because it's what I do? anybody else want to admit you still have to get done hey thank you for the honesty good stuff all around now one more thing of silliness banter before we get on you know the important stuff next week is easter we're going to talk more about that in very shortly here but here's the thing we're going to have a congregational meeting about what to wear for easter right now (laughs) okay so Does the pastor have to wear a shirt and tie? Raise your hand if you think the pastor needs to wear a shirt and tie. (laughs) Come on, I'm serious, go. If you think the pastor needs to wear a shirt and tie, raise your hand. Oh, you guys, I might, okay, you can put your hands down. It's up in the air right now. Every time, yeah, okay, so we'll see. And Dustin's like, I'm going to do whatever I want. All right, that's just silliness. Glad you're here. We got some stuff to keep you up on. Let's talk about
1: some announcements coming up. Yeah so some things coming up uh, for this week Uh, for Wednesday night we want to start there we'll have our normal Wednesday night activities Uh, first just want to say thank you for all uh, the support last Wednesday for our fundraiser meal I think Julie sent out a connection with raising around $2,300 so thank you so much uh, for supporting us and uh, for the youth group and going on a mission trip and all that kind of stuff so we're truly blessed uh, by the congregation and our community to have that type of support so uh, thank you for last Wednesday. And uh, this Wednesday, once again, we'll have the community meals to start out. Uh, then we'll have jam and youth groups uh, go on as, as well as a prayer meeting uh, going on. So
0: yeah, uh, normal Wednesday stuff uh, for a couple, few more, couple more weeks. So yeah.
1: And then as you can kind of see up there on the screen, we have a little bit uh, of extra activities or certain things for uh, Holy Week coming up.
0: Yeah, so um, I know Dustin and uh, my wife and Tina are talking about they're going to set up prayer stations in this very room. You know how in the past, I know where to point, uh, in the past we've had the stations of the cross around here. We're just going to change it up a little this year. There will be prayer stations set up in the auditorium that, that we'll have available and you can come uh participate in that uh, throughout uh, the week uh, so from monday to friday they'll be down then by friday because at seven o'clock on friday evening will be our good friday service i want to invite you all back for that and then we're having sunrise uh seven o'clock on the front lawn here's what you're thinking what if it's cold i don't know we're winging this here right <laughs> so um Uh, Wayne and the fellas uh, have something planned. I'm so grateful for them putting breakfast together for us. So if we get here and we're just freezing, we'll take our lawn chairs and we'll put them in the fellowship hall or we'll put chairs up or something. We're just going to wing it, okay? So it was such a great time last year. We want to do it again and celebrate first thing in the morning, uh, the risen Savior. So that's at seven o'clock. Bring your own chair to put on the lawn, and then we'll uh, go from there. And then at 10 o'clock, we'll have our service right here, 10 o'clock. So half hour later, we won't do groups, a little bit longer service. And, um, I want to tell you, we were just talking before church today, I was talking with some of those fun adults that took care of the kids here, so we're not going to do children's church next Sunday, just give you the heads up, we're going to keep the kids in the whole service because uh, we'll do something special for them in the service and we'll have activities they can color and draw and whatever, so uh, everybody together next Sunday, 10 o'clock for our worship service for Easter Sunday, okay, everybody with us? yes all right hey we don't want to forget who we are let's put the mission and vision up on the screen please Uh, this is who we are this is who we remain to be we are uh, interested in living out our mission by glorifying Christ uh, by loving God, loving others, and making disciples, and then obviously as we've talked about this ever since I've been here, we want to intentionally transform our community. I'm going to forego, we have a lot going on today as we already have, so I'm going to forego giving you a chance to share today, but don't hesitate in the future to let me know if you want to share a story about how God's working. Um, uh, a couple of things, I guess, Did I am I forgetting anything, do you think? No. no. Okay, no. a boy. <laughs> Um, uh, Church family-wise, Van Heitkotter. haven't seen you for a while, so glad to have you in the house today. Good to see you. We want to keep praying for Jeanette. I don't know if she's in the house today. These longer-term stuff going on physically, so we want to keep praying for the Wickert family, Um, obviously uh, impacting all of us. Uh, It's been an interesting week for all of us, so hey, you're here to worship, and we're here to celebrate especially because it's triumphal entry day. It's Palm Sunday. We're going to hear a lot about that today. But as we get started, I want to invite you to stand. Dustin's going to pray for us, and we're going to worship.
1: Uh Dear Lord, we just thank you for this morning. Uh, We thank you for the opportunity that we uh, have to gather Uh, here in worship and already have worshiped and and hearing the little kids come with the palm branches and singing a couple songs. So we are so thankful for all that you have done for us. We're thankful for uh, what Palm Sunday represents and and what that means uh, for our life and for our faith. And so we're we're thankful for you, Jesus, and we just pray uh, for this morning uh, that our hearts can just be open to you, that we can put aside distractions and just come and worship you. And we pray this in your name. Amen.
3: Palm Sunday, we think of uh, people calling you King Jesus, and we just proclaim that you are king of our lives, you're king of our world, and we look forward to the day that we get to be with you. It's in your name we pray, amen.
0: Amen and amen. Go ahead and have a seat. Yeah, uh, you can already figure out a couple of important things on a day like today. We we sang a lot about the king and that's gonna be huge today, duh, right? And uh you know, I don't know. We didn't get to wave these enough. I'm gonna pass these out and I want everybody no just kidding. These are cool. You remember that uh um really only John talks about palm branches and palm branches aren't particularly native to that area. It's fascinating. So they had to get them from somewhere else. Okay, here's where we're at today. Uh, uh, obviously, taking a break still. We've had a, we're having a little bit of a long break for Easter and Holy Week and all that uh, out of our Acts series because this is important stuff and it's important for us to talk about. We're going to, um, uh, I love, I love, I love, I love, talking about these narratives, these stories that are so important to our church life, to our life as Jesus followers. And this one, uh, every you can count on me every year talking about Palm Sunday. Duh, obviously Easter Sunday. Duh, obviously around Christmas we do these things. Uh, it's important for us to remember these things. And um, um, As we begin Holy Week, I think it's really appropriate for us to be able to do this with Palm Sunday. So today we're talking about triumphal entry, Palm Sunday, Jesus as King. And uh, remember, I'm still under, I, I would still contend that King is hard for us because we live in a republic, a democracy, whatever, right? And so we have elected officials and a president. When we really get what king is about, uh, it starts to shape the whole narrative today, that it is about the king and not just, uh, you know, the little king of Bueller that I used to tease Jake about. Uh, It isn't just about the king of our, you know, this is the biggest king ever, the king of the, we're going to get to this more in a second, but just start already thinking about that idea of king, because what we're talking about today is the king entering Jerusalem. And uh, I want to get right to the very short story, and you're going to see the direction I'm going to go pretty quick here. But uh, I just love this story when you try to get wrapped up in it and to think about how this might have gone. One of my questions, if you're doing the questions in your groups today, is to just sort of talk with each other about what do you think it would have been like to be in that crowd? What would you have been doing? What would you know, have been like? Might be an interesting little beginning to our discussions. But here's a very short version of this. Remember, this incident... Is in all four Gospels. It's great. I chose the one from Luke today for a very specific reason. But uh, here's here's the incident, uh, the, the, the scripture. Um, when he came near the Mount of Olives, where the road goes down to, I'm sorry. When he came near the place where the road goes down to the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And in, the other, in a couple of the other versions, we hear, Hosanna. I know, it's so unlike us, but I just can't help it. Can we do that today? On one, two, three, I want us all to shout, Hosanna. Ready? One, two, three. Hosanna. Oh, that was good. I'm so glad, because that's what this is all about today. Hosanna, blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. And then uh, this little passage finishes up. uh, Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, Hey, teacher, rebuke your disciples. And Jesus says, I tell you, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. Ah! Well, We're going to get to that in a minute, but I don't want to forget to just talk about some things that I, you know, uh, I think it's important for us to see how this crowd was when we talk about Jesus coming in uh, to this. It it seems almost random, right? But obviously, I firmly believe the Spirit of God was working in this crowd to say, this is my guy. This is the king of everything, and we need to acknowledge that. And so the crowd figured that out, and we have this huge crowd. They're laying down uh, cloaks and palm branches or whatever branches. It's quite the scene, I think. And uh, I always like to make sure we mention the donkey part, because you're like, what's with the donkey? Well, remember that that was a prophecy thing that uh, earlier on in Scripture... Um, rejoice greatly daughter Zion this is from Zechariah 9 shout daughter Jerusalem see your king comes to you lowly and riding on a donkey Uh, I'm not going to do it this year but in other years I will remind you again how important it was that Jesus was not that kind of king he didn't come charge again with his sword drawn on a white charger as the victor he came in as the gentle but albeit totally powerful king right? The, the suffering servant king as we anticipate what's coming up later on in the narrative as Holy Week begins. So I love talking about all that. And that prof, uh, um, that blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, that's from Psalm 118, all these things I don't want you to forget about. So here's the thing for today that I want us to latch on to. Clearly, equivocably, without a doubt, Jesus is the king. King of kings, Lord of lords, king of everything, not just king of Bueller, not just king of America, America, not just king of the world what he is the king of all everything yes cannot forget that today cannot forget that today it's it, it's a it's a it 's an authority thing it's a position thing it's a cosmic thing it's a spiritual thing Jesus is king of everything. He is absolutely the ultimate uh, ruler and authority in all things. And so, what we see in in this short little passage today that I want to talk about today is people's response to the king. And again, uh, just real quick, um, it just says in the passage, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. So, when we think about the response of that that crowd and the response of that incident, there's a couple of really basic things that are really easy. Anybody could do this, right? First of all, it was joyful response. It was praise and joy because of all that they'd seen and all that Jesus had done. And similar, and so if you're not catching this right away, I think this is how we should be, okay? Okay, so don't forget that part. But uh, so here's what the crowd, they were happy, grateful, jubilant, triumphant. That's the kind of, praise they were giving to jesus as king Uh, similarly then also it was loud now look when we've had other talks about worship and as we have other talks about worship in the future there are different tones and there are different atmospheres that we have different kinds of uh, vibes that we have when we get together for worship but this one clearly it was joyful and loud they were boisterous energetic upbeat lively dare i say rowdy That was their response to the king. Uh, and here's the thing we don't want to miss about this. Um, this was God's people responding to the king. Here's how I want to say this. If you would have been in that crowd as... as. Uh, If you were a non-Jesus follower, hey, what's going on? I'm getting wrapped up in this, and uh, I'm not going to keep using um, illustrations from my past and all that when I've been at celebrations for that team I cheer for occasionally. You know, you get wrapped up in it. So if I weren't a Jesus follower, I might get, oh, oh. Hosanna. Yeah, Hosanna. Sure, I have no idea. You know, you might. But here's the thing from this short little passage that seems clear. Jesus' disciples, they were down with responding this way. They were, they were gonna praise. They got it. Let me try that again. When they really followed Jesus and knew who they was, that was the only way they could respond. And so, there might have been people who weren't Jesus followers that might have got caught up in it. But if you were a Jesus follower in that crowd, I got to tell you, you were praising Jesus. See, because you might be tempted to think, well, you know, I'm a Jesus follower, but I'm, you know, I don't do, I, no, that, the, the indications from this passage, the whole crowd of disciples, the whole crowd of disciples was getting rowdy. Because the king was here. So uh, all I can say is, I think that must have been quite the spectacle. It was better than any Bronco parade I've been at. or Chief's parade. It's all good. Or who uh, Jayhawk I don't know, will they have a parade? You know Those are Yeah, okay. yeah. OK. It, those are fun. Those are great. This was times 10 or 100. This had to be an incredible thing. And if you were a follower of Jesus, one of God's people, you absolutely got it. Unfortunately, a group of guys that didn't get it had a complaint. And so that's when one of the Pharisees is like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know if he could be heard or not. I mean, it would have been quite the spectacle, right? And he says, hey, teacher, you need to chill your guys out because that's inappropriate. They're they're worshiping you. Remember, he didn't get it. And so he said, you need to quiet them down. And what does Jesus say? This is the thing for today, folks. Don't lose sight of this. This is all I want you to hear today. He, Jesus says, if they're quiet, the rocks will cry out. Now, some of you might be going, huh, what does that mean? <laughs> right? Maybe. So if we want to talk about that today, what it means for the rocks to cry out, and we have to talk about what it means for creation and what it means to praise the Creator. So I'm going to read a bunch of uh, Old Testament sort of, important passages that talk about creation and worship and praise and honor. And uh, I'm going to throw some pictures up too just to give us, I want us to get an idea of what's going on with this, okay? So like even all the way back to um, Psalm 96. Let the heavens rejoice, let the earth be glad, let the sea resound and all that is in it. So here's a kind of a cool picture I got of moon and sun and earth. Let the fields be jubilant and everything in them. Oh, wait, I want to go back. Let the sea resound. Check out this picture. That's kind of a cool sea shot. Now, again, we're thinking about worshiping and honoring the God of the universe who created everything. And the Bible talks about this pretty clearly. So, uh, um, uh, let the fields be jubilant and everything in them. Let all the trees of the forest sing for joy. Let all creation, all creation rejoice before the Lord. Um, how about Psalm 19, the heavens declare the glory of God, the skies proclaim the work of his hands, Isaiah 55, you will go out with joy, you be led forth in peace, check it out, the mountains and hills will burst into song before you, so you know, when you see a picture like this, can you imagine that this is creation bursting into song for the creator, And I don't know, um, uh, the rest of this passage, all the trees of the field will clap their hands. I don't know. Those trees look like they're clapping their hands. They're beautiful. Uh, You got to start to get an idea of this. That when we talk about creation, creation knows who the king is. Creation knows who the king is, and they can't help themselves. Uh, There's even... You got to check this out from Isaiah 43. The wild animals honor me and the jackals and the owls. So um, here's, these are just hilarious, right? So all creation worships God. I've got several because I wanted to keep it light as well. Check this one out. This is hilarious. (laughs) I will sing to the Lord all my life. I will sing praise to my God as long as I live. I don't know. You're like, well, maybe, maybe it needs to be something more. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and then I, I couldn't resist this silly one because, uh, just because. I don't know, maybe a seal worships too, you know. So I'm going to go back through these a little bit. And I want to read to you a long, a long psalm from Psalm 48. Because you need to catch what it means for creation to really worship. From, from uh, the smallest plant to the mighty cosmos, creation gets it. Creation gets it. So listen to the words of Psalm 48, and I'll uh, try to do two things at once here. It's hard for me. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise Him in the heights above. Praise Him, all His angels. Praise Him, all His heavenly hosts. Praise Him, sun and moon. Praise Him, all you shining stars. Praise Him, you highest heavens and you waters Above the skies. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for at His command they were created, and He established them forever and ever. He issued a decree that will never pass away. Praise the Lord from the earth, you great sea creatures in all ocean depths lightning, hail, snow and clouds, stormy winds that do his bidding, you mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, wild animals and all cattle, small creatures, flying birds, kings of the earth and all nations, you princes and all rulers on earth, young men and women, old men and children, let them praise the name of the Lord for his name alone is exalted. His name alone is exalted, and his splendor is above the earth and the heavens, and he has raised up for his people a horn, the praise of all his faithful servants, of Israel, the people close to his heart. Praise the Lord. See, there's something about being God's people that you get this. And those people in that crowd got it with Jesus coming into Jerusalem. Psalm 150 uh, sums it up perfectly. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. So I don't know if there's a hierarchy or something, but check out what Jesus said then. So with that as a background, that we know the cosmos, the heavens themselves, earth, sun, moon, stars, worships God, and even trees, so that's life that doesn't breathe exactly, right? Let everything that has breath, animals and whatnot. And what does Jesus say? He seems to go to the bottom of the hierarchy. He says, even rocks will cry out. Are you kidding me? So, I, I don't know. Uh, let's think about it. If, if there is some sort of spectrum or a hierarchy, uh, you know, I, I, I think I was trying to put this in perspective for myself. Would people be sort of greater than the cosmos or less than? I don't know. God creates the cosmos and they worship him. That's pretty cool. But okay, he created us specifically to have relationship with him and to worship him and to acknowledge and honor him, right? And so in the middle of this Inauguration parade, where acknowledging the king, where his people got it, and they're worshiping like crazy, even even boisterously and whatnot. And when Jesus says, "Look, if they're you know if they would stop, even the rocks would cry out." Isn't that something to think about? So I don't know. I was trying to come up with broad strokes things to take with us today. All creation was made, all creation, you, me, the stars, the sky, animals, plants, even rocks, dead things, were made to praise, honor, exalt, and worship God. And when Jesus makes that comment to that Pharisee, we need to understand there's really a necessity to praise. When we get this church, we realize there's part of us that we can't help it. We have to praise. It's what I was created for. It's why God brought me into existence at all. You remember what the Westminster Catechism said? The chief end of man is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. The chief end of man is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. And so what happens is when we see this incredible scene on Palm Sunday, on the triumphal entry, we see a bunch of people who are God's people that get it. And here's what I want to say to us today. We don't want to let the rocks cry out. we don't want to let the rocks cry out. And you know why? Because we need to do it. God will be honored, worshiped, praised, exalted. And if it's not us, it'll be something or someone else. And I I love that short little passage for Jesus to say that, even if I could keep them quiet, the rocks would cry out. You might be surprised that there's not a few more incidents of writing about this. I want to play for you a song. Uh, it's a video of a song in this gal's name. I wrote it down. Ah. Uh, Her name is Kim Walker Smith, and she's got a song called Stones. Unfortunately, I found this late in the week, so it really wasn't likely that I was going to ask Cindy to put this together in a couple of days. But I want to play this song for you. And so if you're streaming today, uh, I'm sorry, this is an aside, a public service announcement. Uh, The pastor did not get his act together in time. We're going to have to go dark with the stream for a minute. If you want to watch this, go on YouTube and find Stones by Kim Walker Smith, and you'll get the same idea. But live people, I want us to see this, and we're going to try to play this. I'm going to start now, uh, guys in the back, and see if it goes. quick because you might not have caught them all because i think some of them are so good uh, the beginning of the song was just a reminder that you know even when i'm in a valley even when i'm in a desert i need to worship i need to praise god that's hard but it's what it reflects when you really get your relationship with god down and she says i won't let the stones cry. Uh, i will praise you something in me has to Something in me has to. I love that part. And then, again, just the idea uh, on the bridge. She says, the longer the wait, the longer I'll praise. The stronger the pain, the stronger my faith grows. The higher the need, the higher I'll reach. The greater the cost, the more I'll believe. And uh, just so much good stuff going on in there. So here's my encouragement for us today. You know, you would hate to get to the end And and clearly God won't do this. I'm just saying, he really won't do this. But wouldn't you be a little bit embarrassed if he said, huh, it looks like the rocks praised a little more than you did. (laughs) You know, just a little bit. I'm not talking about keeping anybody out of heaven or anything, but you know, when you get it, you understand what it means to really worship. Ah, I want to invite the worship team to come up. You should start making your way up. Because what we wanted to do today was, uh, when, when we really get this, church, Um, we become a worship-praising church. And so I wanted us to end with a couple more worship songs that reflect that because I don't want to let the stones cry out. I just don't. I want it to be me. I want it to be us. And when you think about that scene on Palm Sunday, when you think about everything going on and for Jesus to say, this is what my people get. This is what we were created for. And if they shut up, Even the rocks, you know, again, I'm hoping that maybe some animals would have picked up the slack or some, you know, I don't know, maybe some trees would have done something. But if nothing else, even the rocks would have cried out. And we don't want to be that way. We want to be a church. We want to be a people. We want to be followers of Jesus that understands what it means to praise and worship him. So we're going to do that before we close. So I'm going to invite you to stand once again and let's remember who we are and not let the stones cry out. Let's worship
3: uh, this song that we're singing is is a new one, um, so I want you to continue to stand, or you can sit, but it's taken from Psalm 145, which is, an, is another great psalm of praise, and so um, as you... Pick up on the melody. We'd love for you to join us. You can sing from the beginning and figure out the melody. Uh, the the way worship happens, the way praise happens, it doesn't matter if you can follow the notes perfectly or follow the words perfectly. It's um, offering your heart to Jesus. And so, um, Psalm 145, uh, verses three and four say, "The Lord is great and highly praised. His greatness is unsearchable. One generation will declare your works to the next, and will proclaim your mighty acts." And so, we're gonna sing. Uh, with that in mind.
0: And that's my prayer for us as a church, that that, let the amen sound from his people again, right? We don't want to let the rocks cry out, right? So I want to encourage you in your walk today. Whatever's going on, God is a God who deserves our worship and praise. Jesus is the only king, and that's what we're talking about today. I want to invite you back. Friday night, 7 o'clock, Good Friday service right here. And the next Sunday, 7 o'clock sunrise, 10 o'clock worship service here. We're going to have a great day celebrating the best day ever. Hey, I'm uh, so glad you could come today on your way out. If you want to uh, drop something in the offering, we appreciate that. Pray that uh, uh, God would bless that as well. And if you have prayer request, you want to contact us, don't forget to fill out one of those cards and drop it in as well. Groups will start around 11. Hope you have a great day. Peace.